baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. KMOX goes in-depth. Shoppers are showing new habits at the grocery aisles of Walmart. According to the company's head of investor relations, they are value hacking. We get more from KMOX's Michael Calhoun. Let's find out exactly what that means from senior reporter on the retail desk at Business Insider, Dominic Reuter. Thank you so much for taking our call, Dominic. Thanks for having me, Michael. What is value hacking? Well, uh, value hacking is uh, this fun little thing that I think you probably have done it without thinking about it. But um, our the idea is that you're sort of mixing and matching um, store brand and premium brand products for the same meal. So the popular example would be, you know, to, to buy some, some, some store brand pasta to put your fancy Rouse marinara sauce or, or whatever, you know, Newman's own to, to top it with. So um, springing, splurging for the, for one nice part of your meal and then saving on another element of it. Yeah. I've heard a lot of people anecdotally saying that they've been buying more uh, store brands than they've, they usually would have uh, recently and uh, that some are good, some are bad. It's kind of trial and error. So it sounds like people are saying either this part of the meal is just going to be standard the pasta is the pasta, so I'll get that. Uh, it's the sauce that's uh, different depending on the brand, or maybe they've uh, they've tried out different store brands and they found one they like. Yeah, I mean, there's a, a wide range. I think you know some things can be really well replicated. I think you know Walmart and Target and Costco and you know all the major carriers, major retailers, put a lot of effort into making a high quality and satisfying store label brand. They call it their private label, and. They they want it to be good and they want it to meet or exceed the standards that that you would have, you know, from a name brand offering. The trick is getting people to convince you know convinced to try it out. Um, and 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 rising prices and inflation has convinced a lot of people to try it out because it can cost you know something like half the price uh, for this for a very similar item. And then you realize, huh, this is actually quite satisfying. Now, there are things that they don't replicate precisely. And for those things, then people will splurge. What is the uh, the difference? It, it seems like we've seen the prices of things with a brand name go up a lot more than things that are generic. That's true, because uh, the, the retailers who are selling these sort of generic private label brands, they are, you know, really looking to move uh, a higher volume top line sales. They want to get those sales out the door. Uh, part of the challenge that was happening in the inflationary moment that was going on for the last couple of years, finally calming down, but uh, you, you have a lot of companies in the chain that are elevating their prices, the consumer packaged goods companies, the, the raw material suppliers, all of those costs get sort of bumped up. And so at this point, several years on, you've got quite a few people that have put on their little mm, uh, profit <laughs> along the way, and all of that has to get unwound over time. Now, there's fewer players in those store label ones, and so that's why they're able to come bring those prices down a little bit more quickly uh, than the CPG companies. 
Now, something else that people are thinking about right now is uh, whether it's price adjustment, uh, something might be a lower price because of a post-Christmas sale, or maybe you got something uh, for the holiday that uh, you'd like to exchange for something else. Uh, is that a, it, that has to be a huge thing uh, this time of year. Is there anything that people need to know uh, as they head out for those kinds of missions? Um, price adjustment missions can be, uh, you know, that, that, that one's a, uh, um, let's see. What I would say about price adjustments is that, you know, each store has their own policies, their own ways of, of, uh, of making sure that you're satisfied. I think, you know, when it comes to physical products and so forth, you'll, you'll have to sort of read the fine print there, um, with groceries, obviously groceries are use it and usually pretty consumable. Um, but at the end of the day, I, I think, you know, knowing, I think people shouldn't be too surprised if retailers put up a little bit of friction, uh, you know, right now to to sort of slow that inflow of returns, because a lot of people do buy a lot of things and they may need to charge you a small fee uh, or or some kind of restocking fee that, that I understand as well was what I'm hearing will come. Um, it may start to show up a little bit because of sort of the, the sheer volume of returns that can come through during the post-holiday season. Um, but generally speaking, uh, you know, most companies will try to, you know, either have the best price or match a competitor's price. And, you know, if you need to find a deal somewhere in the store, then, then you know, the best place that you're probably going to see it is, is in the grocery aisles right now. Well, the senior reporter on the uh, retail desk at Business Insider, Dominic Reuter, thank you so much for uh, helping us uh, get informed as we head out to the store and also introducing us to value hacking. All right, Michael. Thank you. Happy New Year.